Our gospel that we just heard this morning tells us the story of the birth of John the Baptist and how he received his name. That first his mother called him John and then his father Zechariah ratified it. But as we heard, there are some peculiarities in this account. He had to write it on a tablet, and then after he did so, he was able to speak. And so maybe first we need to back up and just remind ourselves of the backstory of John the Baptist and how his birth came about. Zechariah was a priest in the, in the temple in Jerusalem, a high priest. And so he would go into the Holy of Holies once a year, and there he would offer the sacrifice. And one day then, as he was in that place, as he was in the temple, he had an encounter with the divine, that an angel came and appeared to him and told him that his wife Elizabeth, although she was very old in age, that she was going to bear a son, and that this son was going to prepare the way for the coming of the promised Messiah. But Zechariah didn't understand it, he disbelieved it, and so God made him mute for nine months. As John the Baptist was in the womb of Elizabeth, Zechariah spoke no words. And so as he names the son John, he then is able to speak and to bless God in his words. We heard then, immediately following that in our gospel from the evangelist Luke, he says that then fear came upon all their neighbors. That fear, as they saw this happen, came upon them. What were they afraid of? Why were they afraid? Maybe to understand it, perhaps we need to know our definition of fear. Of course, we all experience fear in our lives. We are afraid of different things. But what is fear? What's the definition? Turning to the dictionary, I found three definitions of fear. The first one being an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain or a threat. And so was that the type of fear that these neighbors, as they saw everything happen, was that the fear they were experiencing? And if it was, it means that they were afraid of God, that maybe in the life of Zechariah and seeing how he was mute, well, now they fear God, and maybe God is going to punish them. But I don't think this is the fear that our gospel is trying to talk about, because that fear is a worldly fear, and maybe the fear that they had today was a spiritual one. That's the second definition of fear, a mixed feeling of dread and reverence. In our Catholic tradition, when we talk about the gifts of the Holy Spirit, we talk about the fear of the Lord that, that we receive through the sacrament of confirmation. Sometimes other words are used interchangeably with that, like uh, wonder and awe. And so maybe that's the type of fear, that as they saw this happen in their lives, as they saw it happen to Zechariah, that they were filled with amazement, wonder at what had just happened before them. The definition, though, that we just heard, a mixed feeling of dread and reverence. So maybe they had reverence, but maybe there was a sense of dread as well. Because as this happens, it shows them, oh, God is real, God is alive, he's active, he's doing these things. And maybe as they see that, maybe there's a sense of dread, of fear in that way. Because they know now that maybe God is asking something more of them. There's a third definition of fear, which I don't think applies to this situation. 
but it really tells us who John the Baptist is. This is a fear that the dictionary says is an anxiety concerning the outcome of something or the safety and well-being of someone. And John the Baptist was filled, in a sense, with this type of fear, especially as he was the precursor, as he went before the Lord to prepare the way. He had a fear as he saw everyone around him. He feared for them. He wanted their eternal salvation. And that's why he responded to the mission that God had given him. And maybe that's a fear that we all have for somebody in our life. Maybe someone who's away from God or the church, or maybe we have a fear for someone because of something that's going on in their life. So in the spiritual life, if this fear is uh, a reverence for God, well, what are things that we legitimately could be afraid of? In the teachings of the church contained in a big book called the Catechism, it says there are three things we should fear. The fear of eternal damnation, the fear of evil, and the fear of sin. So those are the things to be feared. But with the worldly fear, that was the first definition, that we're afraid of something or someone that might cause pain or a threat, we might be afraid that God is going to do that for us, but God shouldn't be the object of our fear, but rather the things around us, the evil or the sin in our life should cause a fear within us. We should fear falling into those things. That's the spiritual fear that maybe we should have. John the Baptist, although he had that third definition of fear, a fear of concern for others, who was truly a fearless person in many other ways. At the end of our gospel, we heard that he was in the desert until the day of his manifestation. Other gospel writers tell us that John the Baptist ate locusts and honey while he was out in the desert. So he really had no fear as he lived in the wild. He placed his trust in God. He knew that God would provide for his every need. He had no fear from God as he went about, as he proclaimed that the kingdom of God was at hand, as he called for that baptism of repentance. He had no fear of even baptizing the Christ himself in the river Jordan. And so God strengthened him and gave him peace in the mission that he was given. And he had no fear of death. Because John the Baptist, as the gospel goes on, he dies a martyr's death. He died defending the sanctity and holiness of marriage, put to death by the rulers of the time. So he died shedding his blood for the very things that he taught. John the Baptist was fearless. And in our own lives, we experience fear every now and again with different things we face. But I think Jesus can help us to cast out those fears. For example, many people are afraid of death. But when we look at it with the eyes of faith, there should be no fear in death because if we believe what we profess, that there is this resurrection of the dead, that there's life with God forever, then there's no more fear about death because we inherit a new life with God forever. Maybe there's a fear of darkness. Maybe the darkness of sin or the darkness outside even or the darkness of some moral dilemma we face. But yet Jesus comes as the light of the world and so he dispels the darkness as the light. Maybe there's a fear of sickness in our lives. But yet Jesus comes in the gospel as the divine physician healing so many. And so that fear can be put at rest. Maybe there's fear of war or terrorism or violence. But yet Jesus comes and he says, I am the king of peace. The peace of the world I cannot give, but my peace 
I give to you. Maybe as we think about the fear that overcame these neighbors as they saw what happened in the life of Zechariah and Elizabeth as John the Baptist was born, as Zechariah praises God, well, maybe we should try to live with that same fear that they had. Not a fear of the world or of a vindictive God, but a fear which is reverence. So let's live with a spiritual fear and not the fear of the world.